And now on Radio 4, it's time once again to join the show business legend, raconteur, after-dinner speaker and twice runner-up in the runners-up race of the 4x400 men's relay dropped baton consolation final 1968 to 1969, Count Arthur Strong. Still retaining an interest in athletics, Arthur can often be found enthusiastically watching A Question of Sport on television, only turning the sound down when Sue Barker speaks. Join him now for this week's instalment of... Count Arthur Strong's radio show. Right, let's get this button pressed, get across this road. Wait, marvellous. He's going too fast. He'll get there before he's left at that speed. Idiot. I wonder why they call them pelican crossings. I mean, you can see why they call the other ones zebra crossings, can't you? Because they're black and white and they look like horses. <laughs> that makes sense. A pelican is a bird. Why would that need to walk across a crossing? How would it push the button? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I tell you though, you never see anybody riding a zebra, do you? Now then, I can't recall a single instance of that. Someone's missed a trick there, if you ask me. I mean, every time David Attenborough's in the jungle, there's zebras in it. So, you know, it's a wonder he's never thought to get on one and have a quick gallop about. He's supposed to be a clever man, but he's left a missed opportunity in the horse's mouth after it's bolted there. Yeah. <laughs> I might look into that myself set up a service to safely ferry people across busy roads on Zebraback. I'm astounded nobody's ever thought of that before. Oh, at last. Oh, you bloody idiot! Did you not see the pelican crossing, eh? It goes too fast along here. You see, if I'd have been on the back of a zebra then, I would have been more elevated. Eh? So, you know, from a safety point of view, zebras make perfect sense as well. Here we are then. Bus stop. Where's the coach got to then? Should be on time by now. Hello, Arthur. Geoffrey. How are you? Are you looking forward to the trip? Well, Geoffrey, somebody as well travelled as my good self can't get overly worked up about a day trip to Bridlington and back. You see, I've voyaged extensively and visited places you could only ever dream of. Leeds. <laughs> Here, answer me this. Have you ever seen anybody riding a zebra? Uh, no. There you are, you see. Virgin territory. Pardon? I'm just doing a little bit of market research for an idea of mine I've had. It's early days yet, so I can't say too much. But it's not beyond the realms of a fallacy that I might be going into partnership with a certain Dickie Davis Attenborough off the telly. Yeah? If I knew where he lived... Oh, that sounds interesting. I like his programme. Yes, and I'd appreciate it if you'd keep your confidence to myself. I don't want my zebras gazumping. Oh, hello. Look who's here. Morning, Arthur. Geoffrey. Morning. Are you coming to Bridlington as well, then? If you've no objection. Well, I can't come up with one off the top of my head. I do wish you'd give me a bit more warning. <laughs> oh, now then, you can be the second one of my market research poll. Have you ever seen anybody um, riding a gazebo? <laughs> a what? 
you know, black and white thing. Looks like a horse. They grow grapevines on them. No, they don't. A zebra, is that what you mean? Yes, a zebra. What's up with you? Well, people don't ride them, do they? Exactly, thank you. Oh, just a minute, though. I think I saw Tarzan riding one in a film now, I think. Tarzan? He doesn't count. Tarzan's not real. He's made up. He's a figment of the jungle. You might as well say you saw Captain Pugwash riding one. Anyway, that would have most likely been a cart horse covered in emulsion paint that Tarbuck was on. Yeah, they do all that, special effects in films. You don't think when he's resting in a gorilla, it's a real gorilla, do you? It'll be a monkey in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> do you know anyone that's been on one I'm talking about? How would I know anybody that's ridden a zebra? That's my point. Nobody does. Well, what do you ask me for, then? Because that's how you do things like this. You ask questions, you probe your core demagogic, you do a pie dish chart of it, then you do some blue cheese thinking. <laughs> oh, look, here comes the coach. About time. Come on, Geoffrey, let's get on the back so my legs can have some elbow room. <laughs> Right, we'll have one of those open. Are you having one? Oh, I better not. We're going to be on here for a bit, aren't we? Oh, come on, for goodness sake. What's up with you? You can't come on a Legion trip and not have a little drink. Here, get hold of that. It's free, isn't it? Put hairs on your vest, that will. Here, mate, can I have one of those? Certainly. That'll be a one-pound coin, please. And another one-pound coin. I thought the Legion put a crate on here. Well, if they have, you know, I haven't found it, so they can't have, can they? Eh? Now, do you want one of my personal beers or not? Well, go on, then. There you are. Thanking you. Oh, here, before you go back to your seat, have you ever seen anyone riding a zebra? What? And I don't mean Tarbuck. He doesn't count. <laughs> it's widely known in the business that he rides a horse that's been emotioned up, and, and when he wrestles a giraffe... It's actually a stilt walker in a giraffe's coat. Well, that's fooled a lot of people, that has. No, I haven't seen anybody riding a zebra. Oh, I'm going to be quids in here. Oh, hang on. Yeah, him that does a thing on television where he goes and lives with the tribes and eats maggots. I think he rode on a zebra in one of those. No, 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 you've got that wrong. If, if you saw it on television, it'll have been a midget in a zebra suit. Yeah, yeah. It's strict photography, is that? Trick photography? Oh, they could do anything these days. Slow motion, enlargements, slides, the lot. What was it I was watching where they had a talking dog in it? Sausages, it kept saying. <laughs> Sausages. Oh, dear, it was very comical. Yes. Hey, I've got a pack of cards here. Let's have a game, eh? Come on, knock out whist, eh? Oh, I don't know how to play it. Well, you wouldn't, would you? Um, I'll explain it, don't worry. Uh, Sally? What? Are you going to have a game of cards? Knock off whist. I'm reading. What are you reading? Geoffrey Archer book. Oh, I've read one of his. Someone shoots the Prime Minister in it and they find out right at the end that he wasn't murdered at all. He committed suicide and made it look like he'd been shot by the leader of the opposition. Well, that's what this is. You've just told me how it ends now. I have not. What I didn't tell you was the Prime Minister... <laughs> The Prime Minister wasn't really dead because he had a body double kill, did I? So don't come that. Anyway, you can come and have a game of cards now. You haven't got a book to read, can't you? 
Come on, ten ping a game, winner takes all. Are you playing? Yeah, all right. How do you play it? Right, listen to me. I'll explain it to you. Um, we get seven cards each this go, then six cards the next go, then five the next, and so on, right? Right down to one. Um, then, just for this go, when you've dealt all the cards, you turn the next card over, and that is what we call trumps. What's trumps next time, then? Never mind that. I'll come to that. That's not important at the moment. Oh, I have played it before. Right, so you know how to play it, then? No. Well, for crying out loud, can everybody just shut up? Apart from me, right? <laughs> First, we have to sort out who the dealer is. I deal all the cards out, face up, and whoever gets the first blackjack is the dealer. Right? Right. No. 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 Where's the bloody jack in these, then? No. 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 Snap! What? Two sevens! Snap! We're not playing bloody snap, we're playing knock on wrist. Oh, I like snap. I used to play that with my sister's kids. Hey, Rummy, that's another good game. My mother liked that. Canasta. You need two packs for that, though. Listen, the lot of you. We are playing bark out wrist. What's up with you? I'm trying to explain how to do it. Now, just concentrate with you. Look, I'll be the sudden dealer. That's what you get for trying to be democratic about it. No wonder Franco stamped it all out. <laughs> I'll just deal a hand out. It will be easier. We'll do a dummy hand. Right. Um, one, 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 one. Two, 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 two. Three, 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 three. Four, four. Can I have a look four, at your book, Sally? I'm trying to count numbers here when you've finished. Oh, sorry. <sighs> Where did I get to now before you opened your cake hole? Count your cards. I've got three. I've got five. I've got... 17. <laughs> 18. You can't have. You can't all have different numbers. How many have you got? About 12. Anyway, I don't think I should play, really. I, I start to feel a bit sick if I can't look out of the window. Oh, that's it. Forget it. You can stick pop-up whist where the sun hurts for all I care. <laughs> Give me another one of them beers. Right then, we're stopping for ten minutes this time Ten minutes All of you make sure you know where the coach is parked Because I'm not waiting again Um, excuse me, you'll do what you're paid for We haven't forked out £1.50 ahead Including a fish and chip lunch To be spoken to with that tone of mouth Your job is the safe transmutation Of all on board to Bridlington and back not scattering us all over the country every time we have a lavatory break because you can't be bothered waiting for a minute or two. Ten minutes. All right, all right. Keep your hairs on. We heard you, General Tito. God, blimey. It's like the KFC, is this? <laughs> Come on, Geoffrey. I don't think I'll bother this stop, Arthur. I'll just stop here. Oh, well, if you want to stay there sitting on your backside, running the risk of getting deep-legged uh, trombonist, you know... <laughs> That's up to you. I like to keep my blood circumnavigating my body. I only pray you can still walk when we get to Bridlington. Pass me a couple of those beers from my pocket, will you? Come on, then, driver. Open the doors. Right, let's get a cake and a cup of tea. 
Oh, no, I'll have a coffee. Why not? You only live once or twice, don't you? <laughs> Unless you're a cat. Then you've got nine lives to do your mess in my garden. <laughs> Where's the justice in that? Of all the animals they could pick to give nine lives to, they go and pick the sodding cat. <laughs> if I knew where to write as a complain about that, I would send them a very stiff letter. Next. I would tell them to come and have a look at my garden before they go allocating more lives to cats. <laughs> it's like the North Pole tax all over again. Idiot. Next. What? Next. Next what? Uh, next customer. Well, that would be me, wouldn't it? I know. Well, if you know it's me, what are you asking for? Hey, do you get any training in your job? Yeah. What would you like? I would like one of those. I presume the cinnamon whirlpools. Um, and a cup of coffee in a proper cup, not a paper one. It makes me cringe drinking out of paper. Mind you, strictly speaking, they're not paper cups, are they? They're cardboard cups. Nobody ever calls them that, though, do they? Why is that? To know. Well, you should. If you ask me, there's a big hole in your training procedure at this company, if you don't know that. What sort of coffee do you want? There you go. Another thing you don't know. Um, I'd like a proper cup with coffee in it. But what sort? We do a whole range of coffees. What would you recommend? Don't know. Nobody's ever asked me before. We do cappuccino, latte, americano, espresso. It depends what you like. Uh, excuse me, do you mind hurrying up? The beg your pardon? Do you mind hurrying up? There's quite a queue building up. And you are? What do you mean? Your name. I like to know who's talking towards me. You don't need to know my name. Why would you need to know my name? Oh, I see. What do you mean, you see? Well, are you somewhere you shouldn't be? <laughs> what are you talking about? Perhaps I could just serve the other gentleman while you make up your mind. Serve the other gentleman? That's not very democratic, is it? Where I come from, you start with me at the head of the queue and work your way down towards the person that isn't me at the other end of it. I just meant it would speed things up a bit. Listen, queuing is an age-old system that doesn't need tampering with. It served us very well in the past. What I always say is, if it can't be stopped, then don't fix it, unless you're prepared to break it properly. Right? <laughs> For all you know, I could be travelling incognito from head office, doing a spot check on you and how you deal with queues. And I have to say, things haven't been going too well, have they, when I report back? Are you from head office? Oh, well, that is for me to know, and you to not know whether I am all I seem to be or not. So, you're from head office, are you? Can I address my honourable friend to the answer I've just given to the previous question? <laughs> Because I've got a complaint. What is it? It's about the length of time I've had to stand behind you waiting to get a cup of coffee. Why, is it not long enough? Is everything all right, Sharon? Uh, I think this gentleman's from head office, Mr Davis. Are you? Um, I'm Peter Davis. Uh, lovely to meet you, Peter. Very nice job you're doing. Well, we weren't expecting anyone. W would you like to come through to the office? Um, yes, that would seem to be the thing to do. Uh, well done, you. Would you like a drink to take through? What, a free one? Oh, yes, of course. A coffee? Oh, no, I'm not having a coffee. I'll have a tea. You do too many coffees here. What, with your depressos and your Al Pacinos? 
too many coffees. Has that come down from head office? Well, um, you know, it's one of a raffia of things that's under constant scrutinisation. Uh, because I was under the impression we'd be extending the range we do. And that's what Terry Wilkinson led me to believe last week. Yes, well, some people think you do too many, and some other people of them think you do too much. Um, there's a lot of friction in the boardroom. Headroom, headboard, headroom. The legroom, bellroom, bedroom, boardroom! Right. Uh, can I have a tea, please, Sharon? Oh, and um, I'll have a, a free sandwich as well, a free ham one. Um, we might as well make it a free working lunch, Mr Danish. Could you bring it through, Sharon? Right, well, take a seat, Mr... Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. That's because I'm travelling incontinent today. <laughs> in Congo. In oh, incognito, I said. I'm travelling incognito. You know, quality control and all that. That's why I'm having a sandwich and a cinnamon fizzler. Really? Oh, yes, I give everything that passes my lips marks out of ten. And then my lips report back at the very highest level I can imagine. So, uh, you report back to Mr Wilkinson, do you? Mr Wilkinson? Oh, yes. Oh, we go back a long way. Oh, all the way to uh, school. Ugh. Oh, he was always a bit of a teacher's pet, if truth be known. Really? Yes. Oh, terrible little swat. And to be honest, I think he resented me because I was cleverer than him and had taller legs. Um, <laughs> she is taking a long time, isn't she, with my free sandwich? I must write down a mental note of that. And you work directly for Mr Wilkinson? Very much so, David. Uh, you don't mind if I call you David, do you, Mr Danish? You can call me it if you want. <laughs> it's not my name. Well, that's what she called you out there, Shula. Sharon. What did I say? Shula. Oh, that'll be um, Shula out of the archers. Yeah, it's just getting good, is that? That's what you're confused with. <laughs> anyway, I hope she hurries up with my grub. I'll need to get the coach in a minute. You've come on a coach? Uh, well, yes, I'm saying a coach. It, um, it's like a coach. It's a very, very big car with, with my own driver. That's why I sometimes call it a coach. Right, I, I see. Um, well, is there anything you need to know? Anything I can help you with? Um, let's see. No, I can't think of it. Oh, yes, oh, yes, uh, you can. Um, have you ever seen anybody riding a zebra? <laughs> and that is excluding um, a tar book and him that travels the world eating other people's maggots. Have I ever seen anybody riding a zebra? Well, why do you need to know that? Uh, it's for a new imperative we're pioneering at head office. You'll be hearing all about it in our next newsletter. What newsletter? We don't get newsletters. Uh, uh, sorry, what did you say your name was? Uh, the Archers. Uh, Geoffrey the Archer. Yo, Geoffrey Sodden Archer. Same as the writer. I'm always getting messed up for him. Oh, excuse me. Granted. I'm a bit windy myself today, so I do have some sympathy. Hello, Peter Davis. Peter, Terry Wilkinson, how are you? Oh, I'm very well, thank you, Mr Wilkinson. Good, good. Are you phoning to speak to me or Mr Archer? Who? Who's Mr Archer? From head office. Mr Archer. Geoffrey Archer. He works for you. No, he doesn't. Never heard of him. But he's in the office now. Put him on. He wants to speak to you. Who does? It's Terry Wilkinson. Who? <laughs> Mr Wilkinson from head office. What does he want to speak to me for? He's just asked to. How does he know I'm here? I gave you the wrong name. 
Hello? Who are you? What do you mean, who am I? You should know that. You've just asked to speak to me. <laughs> what do you want? Is your name Archer? No. What are you asking? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, um, yes, it is. That's right. Oh, I'm with you now. I forgot we were doing that for a minute. Um, my mistake. Carry on. What? Doing what? Who is this? Yes, that's right, Mr. Williams, yes. I think we should implement a five-point plan as soon as possible. Now, sod it, make it a six. We're not going to fall out over a point, are we? In fact, let's forget about points. Let's have prongs. A seven-prong plan. What are you talking about? Are you mad? That's right, yes. Well, I, I, I can't stand around here chewing your cud all day. I'll report back to you when I get to report back to you in triplicate, yes. Who are you? Oh, stop it, Tony. I don't need a pay rise. Um, love to the wife and kids. Ta-ta. Oh, that was lovely. How lovely to talk to him. What seven-point plan will you be introducing? Oh, um, Spoons. Spoons? Oh, yes. Spoons are very important. Your plastic spoons need to be bigger, twice the size. Then people will only half use them half as much and will all have more leisure time. Uh, what else? I think that's quite enough for one five-point plan. We don't want to walk before we can get run over. <laughs> Peter Davis. Peter, what the hell's going on there? Um, I don't really know, Mr. Wilkinson. Oh, sod it, Zimmergan. Um, I'll just go and chase that cup of tea up, Danish. <laughs> they didn't even get a bloody cup of tea out of the dozy idiots in there. Honestly, I've never seen such shambles like it. Rocco Forty would be turning in his roundabout with that lot. I don't want ten coffees. Right, well, I'll have another one of these beers then. Why not? I'm having a day out, aren't I? Ah, lovely job. Right, where's the coach? I expect the driver will be rattling his keys and waggling his finger at me again. There we are. Let's get on and get to Brid. What's going on here? There's nobody back yet. Are you there? Oh, wonderful. You think the dozy driver would be here? The ear-bashing he gave me? You couldn't make it up. Right, well, I'm not waiting out here. Um, what's this? To be used in emergency only. Right, we'll have that on. Oh, for crying out loud. Why do they have to make alarms that ring? How, how do you turn that off? Is it this one? Oh, sod it. Who are you? What do you think you're doing? I'm trying to board the coach, no thanks to the idiot driver. I'm the driver. You are not? Yes, I am. Where's your moustache, then? I well, don't have a moustache. Look, stay there while I turn it off. Listen, I know I had on here, and you weren't one of them. There's been a lot of thefts in these car parks. You can stay put while I get security. I'm going to Bridlington. No, on this coach, you're not. Unless you want to go via Stranra, sit down. Stranra? Oh, sod it. Um, here, catch that. What are you doing? You'll never take me alive. <laughs> that bloody idiot coach has gone without me. What am I going to do? That's him. That's him that was pretending to be from head office. Oh, no, not him as well. What's up with them all? Um, quick, let's duck in here. Right, let's, let's hide in the lavatory till they've all calmed down and seen reason. I'll sit with my feet off the floor in case they look under the door. I saw that in a film. No, I can't wear foundation at all. It brings me up in blotches. I think it's worth paying extra and getting a good moisturiser. Female women? What are they doing in the gyms? 
Have you seen Carol's skin? I don't think she uses anything. I mean, she just looks awful. <coughs> what was that? <coughs> it's coming from this one. Are you all right, love? Oh, for crying out loud. Who's that? Was that a maid's voice? No, it's bloody Fenella Fielding. Who do you think it is? <laughs> oh, there's a man in the lady. No, there isn't. What are you doing in there? It's got nothing to do with you, what I get up to in a lavatory cubicle. Coming in here asking me that. This is one of my final last bastions, this is. Clear off, go on. <gasps> oh, right, I'm going to tell someone. What the bloody hell's going on here today? Has everyone gone stupid or what? Um, let's get out of here. He's just coming out now. That must be in there. That's the same man who was pretending to be from head office. He's the one who broke into my coach, then he ran off. Hey, you! Stop! Stop thief! Oh, for crying out loud, I've not done anything. It's all a misunderstanding, you bunch of idiots. Oh, sod it. Um, let's get outside. I'll, I'll, I'll get in among those trees, throw them off the scent. Where's a bloody zebra when you want one? <laughs> if I zigzag for half a mile or so, I'm bound to lose them. Oh, what have I put my foot in now? Look at that. Right up to me bloody shin in it. Oh, the sodden thing. Look at me sleeve. Proper bloody Harry's tweed, that was. <laughs> Ten minutes then, everybody, and please make sure you know where the coach is. I don't want to lose anyone else. Oh, it's nice to stretch your legs, isn't it? I think I might get a cup of tea to have on the coach. Well, I'm going to get that Russ Abbott CD from the shop for our Gillian. I'll see you back here. All right. (laughs) 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 Who's that? Is anyone there? I'm in the bush. (laughs) Arthur! Oh, what are you doing there? I'm picking bloody tangerines. What does it look like I'm doing? Well, what's happened to you? You're covered in mud and your sleeves hanging off. Never mind what's happened to me. I'm perishing here. Four hours I've been in that bush. Come and get me on the coach before they find me. Before who finds you? Oh, you wouldn't understand. What's up with you lot? Seen all, have we? Look, Mum, it's a swamp thing. Get in the car, Philip. There's obviously something wrong with him. That's right. Have a good journey. We've had a lovely time in Bridlington, Arthur. Why didn't you come? Because, Geoffrey, there's more to life than Bridlington. (laughs) Now, get me on there and give me one of those beers before I die of hypochondria. (laughs) Arthur! What's happened to you? If you must know, I've been up Tabletop Mountain on Safari, Jack. A pint of that, please. I thought you were going to Bridlington with the Legion. Well, I was thinking of doing that, but a bit of business came up when I was on croupe to it, so I didn't. Anyway, you've seen one Bridlington, you've seen them all. Hey, listen, answer me this. Have you ever seen anybody riding a zebra? And don't say Jimmy Tarbuck, someone's done that and it's incorrect. That was a horse done with masking tape and sprayed. (laughs) Or it could have been stippled. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, through a stencil. Lawrence Llewellyn Bowlegs does that on changing rooms. (laughs) Maybe that's how they did it. Are you going to do me that pint or not, then? 
Appearing with Count Arthur Strong were Mel Gedroich, Alistair Kerr and Dave Mountfield. The script was written by Steve Delaney and edited by Graham Duff. Count Arthur Strong's radio show was recorded live at Comedia Bath, is produced by John Leonard and Mark Ratcliffe and is a joint Comedia Entertainment and Smooth Operations production. <laughs>